This episode of the YN Crew Podcast is brought to you by Times Cineplex. Hey, welcome back everyone to yet another episode of the Wine Crew Podcast. It's me, Kev, your host as usual, speaking to you about all things movies, especially movies that are playing here in Brunei Darussalam. We don't have a new movie to review for you this week, but we do have a panel and we will be talking about Avengers Endgame once again and what we think the future holds for the MCU, in particular Phase 4. First up, it's my co-host, it's Dell. Hello. What's up? Uh, it's been a lazy weekend. Been at home uh, watching TV. That's like the best weekend. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been watching? Oh, we'll cover that later in Apple Yeah, okay. Okay. Up next is that the co-host of the podcast. It's TB. Hi. My name is TB. <laughs> hi, hi TB. What, what, what is this? What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I don't know. It just reminded me of that scene in Endgame where they were having... The group. The yeah. Support group. The support, support group. group. Okay. But then there might not be people who have watched it. Uh, uh, sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, uh, it's another host on the podcast. Uh, she's back. It's Nikkei. Hello. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you. How are Always. you this week and this weekend? Great. Um, it's May. It is already May. It is Yay. the month of May, which yeah. means only one thing. Summer is finally here, and more great movies will be coming yes. in the next couple of months. Really excited for that. Next week. Which is next week. <laughs> Up next, uh, she's back also. It's Nazu. Welcome back, Nazu. Hello. Uh, Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sick. Oh, you, oh, you're not feeling very well. No, I'm uh, sick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, like you should be in bed. <laughs> it it kind of does. Yeah. Up next, uh, finally, it's uh, the other co-host of the podcast. He's become a regular. It's Afif. Oh, hey, everyone. What's up, dude? Uh, good. The weather's kind of hot today. It, mean, it, it, every it is, day since. Yes. Yeah. It has been very hot here in Brunei. And well, some say these are the effects of uh, global warming. I say this is just another April, May weather for us. Or the beginning of Ramadan. <laughs> Yes. It's always hot. Yeah, I just always. found out it's what the Americans call climate change. Climate change. <laughs> yes. Okay. But but that's yeah. like a myth, isn't it? Uh, they just don't. <laughs> Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> How dare you? I think Did you not uh, watch our planet. I think it depends who you ask. Um, <laughs> but the world in general agrees that there is climate change. Us here in Brunei. It's always been hot here, so yeah. We, yeah. we don't know. We honestly don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the first bit of the show, which is the news. We are going to start off this week with a little bit of sad news. Peter Mayhew, the actor who played Chewbacca in the Star Wars franchise yeah. for the last four decades, has sadly passed away at the age of 74. Oh. He's, oh, oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> He's, uh, he has been a staple ever since uh, episode 4. And uh, his last one was Force Awakens, which he was also in the prequels, but only in the final one, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because only the last one had uh, the Wookiees. Yeah. But uh, yeah, his last movie was The Force Awakens, and then he has passed it on to uh, Yuna Suotomo, who will now, going forward, take up the the, okay. the role of uh, Chewbacca. Yeah, and carry on for the foreseeable future. Yeah. In his later years, he was suffering a lot because as a really tall guy, he had like issues with his knees and yeah. uh, it started affecting him and, and his mobility. And we saw him in, I think, the last, Star Wars, uh, the last two Star Wars celebrations. 
he was on the stage and he just he still towers everyone else but he was with a cane and yep. it was very difficult for him to move around so very very sad news there Peter Mayhew you rest in peace and uh, you'll forever be remembered yeah. as uh, Chewbacca he just passed away what two days before May 4th yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. so sad so May the 4th be with you Always. Up next, we got a trailer this week for Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, <laughs> Sonic. We've been talking about this movie a little bit here on the podcast, and I am not very keen on this. <laughs> Although TB is like really a big yeah, fan of Sonic, and I like Sonic, I, even though how ugly it is in the trailer. But I, the director did come out and say that he will change a yeah. few designs. Yes. So the trailer came out. What happened was the trailer came out. There was a lot of backlash on the internet as there usually is. This has been the norm for yeah. as far back as I can remember. Something comes out and there'll be a sect of the internet that's not happy. This movie has caused so much controversy with regards to the design mm-hmm. and the look of Sonic. Uh, the director has come out and said, okay, fine. <laughs> if you don't like it, we'll change it. Which to me, I think is a first. Like, this yeah. Is, this they, is the first time this ever happened. Because... Why would you not stick with what uh, you have designed for the movie? You're, you're not creating something which is for the game again. So you don't have to stick with the same design. And if you are going to make a movie out of it, you want to change, you want to make some changes, you want to make it, make it suit your movie, then uh, you stick with the changes. Because what so far, what we have seen is only the trailers. Whether or not you know people like it or not, it's still very early to say... If you don't like it, then uh, yeah, it tends to be the ones who don't like it are the loudest. But then if they are able to change the way they make movies now, just because they don't like something, what will happen to the movie industry going forward? I I think in this case, those who are the loudest are people who actually care. (laughs) And those who don't make any noise are like, you know what, whatever. Yeah, usually, (laughs) but then, I mean, usually it's always the ones that care the most for the property. But then they, I'm saying they haven't seen the the, The the, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, reminds me of 2008 when Transformers first came out. Before it came out, there were some leaked designs and renders of what Optimus Prime and some of the other robots were going to look like. And there was a huge backlash and people were saying, you're ruining my childhood. This looks nothing like the cartoons. And then it came out and everyone's like, actually, they look kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. and, And the design stuck from then on. So, I guess it's it's sort of like a let's wait and see yeah. before we really uh, yeah, bombard them. But, but this think... is really, really like different from the game. Well, <laughs> but then it, it is for the movie, so it, it shouldn't look the same thing as the game. I mean, people are always quick to judge. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. There's so, that. So, let's see what happens with the yeah. next trailer. Like this one, which we got this week as well. We got a new trailer. I think this is the final trailer for Detective Pikachu. It is coming out next week, I think, here in Brunei. Yay! So no one uh, complained about the design of Pikachu, Because it's exactly... It looks like a Pikachu. Right, right, right. It doesn't look like a (laughs) weird cat. A a rat or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just furry. But but then what... uh, I mean, going back to, to Sonic... Right. Like, what is the the thing that makes him look weird? The eyes? It's the teeth. And the teeth? The teeth. And it he has doesn't human have gloves. Teeth. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's everything then. Right. <laughs> and his shoes. It's I used to play this a lot as well uh, on mm. the Sega, right? Yeah. But right. then, the design doesn't detract me from 
the the the, the movie itself. I don't know. I don't know why oh. there's such an uproar for I it. Don't but know. For me, yeah, I I I don't agree that it it's it like looks that? like that. But, but I'd still watch it. Yeah, I'd still yeah. watch it. I don't. I wouldn't go out of my way to you know. This is not right. I'm not <laughs> gonna watch it. Back. Yeah, I'm You're still not, gonna watch it. Justice must be served. No, I wouldn't <laughs> do that. So okay, TV. <laughs> okay, so we've so we've hopped back okay. to Sonic. Yeah. Did, did they cut Pikachu? Pikachu, it, lo- it still looks great. Yeah. Uh, it looks funny and it's got Ryan Reynolds. So yeah. I I will. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch we it. We will definitely watch it. We know the three of you are going to watch it because you yeah. guys are at the that. Gaming. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like my for... childhood. Is, is Pikachu. Watch. Can you. Can Pikachu be called a game though? Uh, the only Pikachu game I've played is the Pokemon Go, right? Uh, and that. It's not really a game. Um, a... P- Pikachu came out as a game first before the series. Yeah, it is right. a Nintendo game. Okay, yeah, so by I've, game never, Freak. I've never played it. So it doesn't. It, yeah. uh, that's why it does. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was mean, I, I was never in the Pokemon hype oh, uh, no. back in 98, 99. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I wish I, I was your yeah. friend back then. <laughs> I was already, you oh. know, a bit too grown up for that. Yeah. Uh, no, no one yeah, is not too me. grown up for <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. But then the, the this movie looks good, so... Yeah. 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 I'm excited because I don't think you can actually go wrong with Pokemon because the world is already there. And this one, it's like more focused on a story about a boy... Who wants to look for his father? Can, can you imagine like Pokemon's right? Like someone just took the rights for Pikachu only, so it's just Pikachu in the real world, in the real world, with nothing else attached. No, I to can't the imagine world. that. Yeah. yeah. All okay. right. So that's Detective Pikachu, which is coming out here in Brunei really soon. I will be sure to have a review for that for you guys. We also got a trailer this week for this movie. I I don't know what to make of it. It's called Crawl, and it's by Sam oh, Raimi. Right. Oh. And wow. it's another one of those movies where it's like a Jaws and Lake Placid kind of thing. It, oh. It's produced only by oh, Sam Raimi. Oh, sorry. It's produced by Sam yeah, Raimi. not directed. And it's directed by... By... Alexandra Aja. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I saw this trailer. It looked kind of interesting because it was like a, ty- a hurricane and it was flooding. And then we find out that the girl's father is in the basement of the house. Yeah. And then it floods. <laughs> and then... There's like super fast crocodiles or alligators Whoa, that are there. Yeah. It looks gi- <laughs> it looks gigantic. It, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it, it does have have that Jaws feel to it. But I think as a B kind of horror movie, I think this will work. It it feels like uh, the the shallow, which mm. also is kind of like a very just one or two people in the movie, and then is this. This uh, shark coming. Is it a shark? Shallow? Yeah, it is shark. Yeah, right? yeah it's a shark. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's like a very uh, small kind of production, and uh, it looks. This one looks uh, watchable. Yeah. Watchable. Yeah. It looks like the whole movie is confined to the house. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it yeah. seems that way in the trailer. Um, Although, this, the trailer kind of showed a lot of the action scenes, right? Yeah, it showed a lot. Yeah. It showed some really fast-moving crocodiles, which I've never really seen. Yeah. <laughs> you also, haven't seen much crocodiles. <laughs> oh, you should, should see yeah. how fast it can You should go be. to Australia and look at your crocodiles <laughs> and see how there. big they can be. <laughs> but there's one scene where she stuck her head into the mouth of the crocodile. Uh, That's on her. With a gun. Yeah. With a gun, yeah. yeah so is then, that like the last scene? I don't know. Because otherwise she would have lost her, her arm, right? Yeah. Maybe she did. Or, or yeah, kill maybe the she crocodile. Did, so, or kill the crocodile. <laughs> So that one has either to be the the final scene, the final battle, the final shot, or, or she lost her arm after that, or the beginning of the movie, 
And then she kills the crocodile, but she gets injured. And the rest of the movie, she's battling an infection. Or there is, <laughs> or, or there is a bigger crocodile that's about to eat that crocodile. So they didn't show that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just Yum. like oh. Meg. Just like the Meg. Stupid Meg. Wait, where is this base? Oh, like where is it? I, I think it's based in the Florida Everglades, yeah. Yeah. South Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the swampy part of America. Yeah, you know, being yeah. stuck around crocodiles is normal in daily Start life playing activity. Playing with a banjo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Avengers Endgame, which is a movie that we've all watched this week, it has just today. I just checked. It went past 1.8 billion dollars at the box office. <laughs> crazy. That that's some crazy money. Um, people are now looking back at Avengers: Infinity War, and the writers have come out and said that this particular character was almost in the battle scene uh, it's a character called the living tribunal yeah yeah a- apparently in the early drafts of infinity war the the last battle with uh-huh. thanos he appeared <laughs> during the last battle yeah so the idea was for iron man and peter quill and thanos yeah. to be fighting and then everyone goes looks up and goes what who, who are you I don't know very much about the Living Tribunal. Does anyone here know anything I, about uh, him? I've only no. read a few comic books with him in it. So yeah. we'll need Kai to come and explain. Yeah. There's an yeah. image here of the Living Tribunal uh, yeah. on the webpage that I'm looking at. And he has like three or four faces. faces. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's okay. like wearing a cowl and he's purple. He, well, he's yellow, but the cowl's purple. Yeah. Oh, he's yellow? Okay. Yeah, he's... he's <laughs> I don't remember. Golden. But yeah, he has... He has many faces. Okay, is is he is he one of the lesser known characters in the comic books? I think he uh, will be quite important in the Eternals and maybe as guardians of the galaxy. As guardians, as guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. All right, so maybe we'll get that. Here's something that I want to get your feeling on. Uh, we all know when Avengers Endgame came out, there was price gouging, especially in China, where mm-hmm. some tickets went up to like sixty US dollars. Yeah. There is a guy who got tickets for a uh, very early screening of Avengers Endgame and he put it up on eBay for $15,000. <laughs> Did someone buy it? No, nobody <laughs> bought it. Thank God humans are still smart. Yeah. <laughs> Why 15000 Yeah, it could have been 500 Yeah. You know, there's, there could be one kid who no, has I mean, a credit card black. It's a bit yeah. much. I'm, I'm going to get it. Well, well even 1000 is a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. The but reason, he went 15000 yeah. the, the only reason he said he put 15000 is because he saw a listing for 10000 And he oh. thought, I'll put it at fifteen. He's being greedy. And the guy is still a student, so he thought he would, you know, make some payments on his student loans. Oh, and, right. and I see what he wanted to do mm. but $15,000 for a screening yeah, of you never dangerous. know you never know someone but actually just I mean unless you're watching like, it with the cast maybe uh, even then even, yeah. <laughs> okay no. maybe, maybe that's a bit too far-fetched alright if you haven't watched Avengers Endgame which uh, cave or hole you have been hiding in I'm not particularly sure <laughs> but uh, there are uh, some people in the Philippines who did get to watch Avengers Endgame one day after the premiere and it was actually aired on TV. A oh, boot, what? A, a bootleg version of the movie was aired by this uh, cable network called Orient Cable. It's in Zamboanga, which is in the southern part of the Philippines. Oh, <laughs> and they actually got it. Now, I mean, if this were to happen, let's say to us, we would be kind of angry. Like, why yes. are you showing me this? Yeah. And it's really substandard quality. It was a cinema, like, uh, stolen rip copy. Yeah. And they aired it. 
And that is exactly what happened. Now, the cable network company got tons of uh, complaints by the residents of, of Zamwanga to say that, look, why did you do that? Like, it's not cool. <laughs> yeah. And they're being sued now. Yeah. They should be. They should yeah. be. They're being sued. I agree. Sued. But I, I did you know what happened right after that? No. When they were being sued? So after that, the next day, they play another bootleg version of a Filipino superhero movie. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they're not, not going to stop. They're not very... They didn't learn their lesson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Do they have cinemas? In okay, if I cannot though. show them the Avengers, I will show them the <laughs> Filipino Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Manny Pacquiao. Oh, so wrong. <laughs> what are you doing, Philippines and Orient Network? Don't, don't do that. That's not cool That's at all. So funny. <laughs> we got a report that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to start production next year, 2020. Now, initially, we got reports that James Gunn would start production in 2021. That's been moved up. So my question is, what is probably going to happen to the uh, Suicide Squad production? Is that going to be moved up as well? Or? When is Suicide Squad supposed to come out? There's already a release date, which I am guessing is end of next year. Ah, uh, Yeah, apparently so. Then if they start shooting, that means James Gunn is going to abandon... Yeah, like abandon ship. Abandon Suicide Squad after they shoot it and leave the editing to the studio so that he can continue like just start on... Guardians? That's not very responsible, James Gunn. <laughs> what are you doing, James Gunn? <laughs> Is this a it's good like... thing for the franchise? Because it seems like they're kind of rushing it at this yeah. point. It's never a good thing when you rush. No. I mean, no. the bar was pretty much very low from comparing it to <laughs> yeah. previous Suicide Squad. So. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I guess. Like, Maybe but they've but... already started shooting and we don't know. That is true. That's true. They may have... But then how? This is like physically impossible. Depends on when the release date of uh, the Suicide Squad is. If maybe they, they are going to move it up. Or maybe they are going to delay it until after the Guardians yep. 3 come out. Or maybe That's Disney, long, maybe Disney yeah. bought out James Gunn <laughs> <laughs> to say, um, actually, we need him more than you. How much is the movie? Oh, 50 million? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but he 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 been posting about Suicide Squad on his Instagram yeah. lately. He, has, he can't yeah. do that. <laughs> don't tease me like this. <laughs> no, I think I think he'll finish Suicide Squad first still. And okay. then immediately before the the before the release of the Suicide Squad, he'll go and do volume 3 first. Yeah. And then do the uh, press tours and all that while in the middle of shooting. Yeah. Let's just hope he doesn't rush it and then maybe, ruin both projects. Maybe eventually. after shooting, uh, it's editing, right? And then he'll do it via email. Like, you just email me whatever you guys are editing. <laughs> Put me on Skype. Yeah. yeah. That, that's already what happens. Like, they, yeah. they do that now. They have these telecons where the director can be halfway around the world and he's still talking to the editors. So he might have spend three hours shooting for Volume 3 Guardians and then one hour. I have a conference call. I have to talk about my other... Movie that I was like, oh, I gotta talk to maybe DC. His uh. brother, maybe his brother is doing the post production because they're the, yeah. they're the one who did the bright burn. Yeah, yeah. could so, be. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, there is a new addition as of Volume Two, which is Karen Gillian, who is now part of the Guardians. Yeah. She's no longer a villain, yeah. and uh, well, she is going to be, of course, in Jumanji Two, and she has shared. A new photo on her Instagram account. They are well into production for this movie. Are we still looking forward for this? I, I, Jumanji I hope. Too? Yeah, Jumanji too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I hope they don't ruin Should this. You've so seen Kevin Hart's Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Where she acts so stuck up. 
There's a video it's Kevin Hart Instagram. did on Instagram. Okay. Where Karen Gillan X stuck up because she did really well in Endgame. Ah. Yes. And then she pretends like Kevin Hart is just an extra. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's funny. Yeah. Okay. I I see how that's funny. Yeah. Well, to her credit, she did really, really well. well. Yeah. She's one of the, the one, one of the best stars, parts yeah. of of Endgame. Yeah. yeah, I know. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you are going to be starring alongside Karen Gillian or any of the Avengers cast members moving forward, how do you not look at them and go, "Hey, hey, can you get me in the next yeah. one? <laughs> yeah. Like, give me a part in this. Here's someone who just got a part in one of the biggest franchises on planet Earth." Fast and Furious. Um, yeah, that's like top 19 <laughs> franchise. Yep. So, no, no, it, it is one of the biggest franchise. It I is know. one of the biggest earners. I mean, to be honest, yeah. credit where credit's due. John Cena has joined the cast and this announcement came from Vin Diesel. He did a uh, Instagram video and he was, you know, doing his thing. Hey man, we're doing production. <laughs> and then he pans, he moves the camera and it's, it's John Cena. And I'm like, what? So it's it's now fully established that the Fast and Furious franchise is moving forward, going to be a launch pad for wrestlers. wrestlers. Yes, because <laughs> first we got The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, I think The, the Rock, Rock was already re, uh, reinvigorated the franchise. All right, and now we've got John Cena, who himself is an okay actor. Okay. So okay. Best. It's just okay. Okay at best. Yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just surprised that Vin Diesel didn't ask his co-star in Guardians, you know, Dave Bautista, to come along for the ride. I think maybe there's Batista. enough bald people in yeah. Fast and Furious. Yeah. You know, they all look the same now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you just put like sunglasses on them, you can't tell, right? Oh, right. <laughs> because they're family. Yeah, because they're family. Oh, it runs in the blood. It runs in the blood. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> hair falling. So, Speaking of blood, are you saying that maybe you should be in the yeah, next Fast I and should, Furious? I should. You uh, really? Yeah. All as, right. As what? One of Vin Diesel's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can pass off as that. Yeah, yeah. You, you could tell Or me. his stunt double. I, 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 I. No, you don't. No. He'll be the one who like rolls no. in the road. He'll doing. He'll be doing your stunt. <laughs> yeah, he'll be doing my stunt. I'll be doing the normal acting. He's doing the action. <laughs> but you'll be like, you take all the angry like, scenes. Yeah. Fast and furious, Bagawan drift. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that'll be cool. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about this. There is a high school in New Jersey in uh, the US that put up a play of Alien and it was like super low budget. They actually got some really, really good endorsements. They were given $5,000 by Ridley Scott, you know, to help with the production. And they did an encore performance of this production. And Sigourney Weaver herself went to the high school and paid a visit to the students and talked to them and said, you guys have done such a great job. And the whole thing can now be watched on YouTube. I saw some of it. It's quite impressive what these kids wow. did. Aliens, right? A- alien, the yeah. first the first alien movie. Again, the question goes back. I asked Kai this question. What is wrong with Hollywood <laughs> that they can't give us a good alien movie, but a high school <laughs> production. A high school production, it has been applauded and praised even by the Hollywood big shots. Wow. Uh, Must be the I guess teacher. the director. Yeah. I guess the director's gonna have a change in career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Direct the next alien movie. <laughs> Ridley Scott gives you his blessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the problem is Ridley Scott does not want to let it go to somebody else. Because for a while we had District 9's director. Neil Blomkamp. Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. 
who wanted to do it and his ideas and uh, his sketches all look very impressive but then now he can't do it because Ridley Scott doesn't want to let it go yeah. he, sh- he should just do District 9 sequel District 10 uh, the way I don't know the way District 9 ended kind of feel nice that uh, is, it was a cliffhanger there. like yeah. I don't I want to know what happened after like, what's the cliffhanger I, I cannot remember he, he turned left, into an, an uh, and alien and then he left the flower thing oh yeah in the front of his yeah. wife's door I think I, that ended very well I, like I, will, I will leave it there you leave I it want, there I want don't him, do District 10 I want him to become or human again or, or find out what that he cannot become human again I mean I want to know what happens to him I want him to die what what? <laughs> 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 that escalated oh, no. very quickly. Bond 25, the 25th Bond movie, directed by Kari Fukunaga, has started production. And I just want to get a very quick feel. Are any of you excited for any movies from the Bond franchise anymore? No. Rami Malek. With the director, Actually, yes. Because of yeah. the director. He did uh, True Detective, yep. the first See. season one. Uh, and then the Idris Elba movie the african what was it called the beast of no beast nation of... Oh, okay. which was also really good so i'm not so keen on daniel craig yeah. as bond again mm. but i'm very curious on the director and how okay. he's gonna direct the movie like his take on it yeah, yeah. okay Rami Malik. I, I, I want to see who him. is apparently going to be playing a villain yeah. Yeah. this time Whoa. um i don't, I don't know do, do, do you think he I mean has the chops to be a bad yeah. guy yeah I'm right. interested in how he'll portray it. Okay. He was in Mr. Robot and he was really good at being weird. Some Yeah. He might be an eccentric villain. Like all Bond villains. Are. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually we, we've been missing the eccentric villains yeah. Yeah. from Lately. the Bond franchise from the last couple of movies. So maybe maybe this is like a good track for them to be on. Speaking of villains, there was a promo of Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and we see like a full face and figure shot of Mothra. Ooh. Did you guys see this? And it, it, it looks menacing. It's coming out at the end of May. I am so excited. I want to watch this. Doesn't I- it just look like a, a normal moth? That's just gigantic, gigantic yeah. moth with but colorful with, like, wings. wings. This is moth raw, yeah. <laughs> but it's it still looks like a moth. I mean, how menacing can it look? I haven't seen the picture, so I don't know. That's why. Have I'm... you seen a moth with a magnifying glass? <laughs> That's how it looks. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit yeah. menacing. I mean, it's. <laughs> if you say it has colorful wings, I I would imagine that it looks very beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it, it is beautiful. I think it's like. Be- Oh, it looks, it looks it like nice. the legendary Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the word. That's <laughs> what we're comparing more. Yeah. To. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. And we're back to Pokemon. <laughs> what is this Pokemon? Yes. What is this Pokemon? What is Pokemon? Yeah, oh. here's, here's here's something Dell uh, would not ask. What is this? It's uh, Toy Story. <laughs> we are getting a sequel, Toy Story Four. And uh, there was news that Canaries have joined the cast of Toy Story 4 as an unknown character. We got a promo... (laughs) Action figure. (laughs) I I was saying he would play like a Matrix action figure, but we're all wrong. He is going to be a character called Duke Kaboom, which is uh, like an evil Knievel type character. Um, and yeah, he has a bike and he it's one of those toys, I think, that are stuck on the handle and he, he can't leave. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious to see what effect he has with the Toy Story franchise. You know, with him being like an action star. I don't know. He's not just an action star, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> He's done like Lake House. He's done like Bill and Ted. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. He's done the lake house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he just said. <laughs> what, else is, what else has he done? Uh, what else? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> Such a oh, bad... Oh, speaking of knock, knock, the girl is the new Bond girl. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Isn't she also the uh, hologram in uh, Blade yes, Runner? Yes, yeah, that's 2049? Her, yes. Oh, her. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. She does. She is a Bond girl. She looks like a Bond she girl. She is a Bond girl. All right, looking forward to that. What Up is next. this Bond? <laughs> <laughs> no idea what Bond is. All right, F. Gary Gary, who is Gary Gray. Oh, sorry, F. I, I, Gray, Gary F. Gary Gray. Gray. Yes. Maybe I have dyslexia. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he is known to have brought us movies such as Straight Outta Compton and The Fate of the Furious and the upcoming Men in Black International. He's going to be doing a live-action adaptation of Saints Row. Whoa! Yeah, really? The game? Row. Yeah, the game. Which I mean, one? Which game? What is the this second Saint one? Row. The fourth one? It's like GTA. It sounds like a sounds musical. Boring. No, it's Saints like it's a gangster. Gangster. GTA. Like, this is before they are like you know what yeah, we're not the, going to compete with Grand Theft Auto. We're gonna do our own yeah. thing. Or before they got their superpowers. Yeah. After the fourth one. <laughs> I have no idea what they're talking See, about. I have no, no idea. The, the franchise gets more and more ridiculous. I've never played Saints Row. <laughs> you know, you played Grand Theft Auto, right? Yes, of yes. course yes. I have. So like initially it was like that. Yeah. But right. then Grand Theft Auto launched and then it was so successful. It's like, oh, we don't want to be just a copy of Grand Theft Auto. So they put superpowers. Who came out first? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, Auto came out first. Yeah. So, so Grand Theft Auto came out first and then... This Saints Row also launched, but it was the same. Similar genre. Similar, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a sandbox game. And only after the third one, they, they realized, okay, we don't want to be another Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, something yeah they like don't that. want to compete. It's like, okay, it's ridiculous like, to compete with GTA. Right. So they go out of their way to be ridiculous. Yeah. So is this what DC is trying to do? What? Oh, wait. Uh, uh, with Marvel? Try, try not to compete with Marvel so they're being ridiculous? Or yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. No, they're, they're doing the smart thing by not getting Zack Snyder involved. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the big issue, apparently. All right, final news here. This is especially for TB since he's a huge Funko fan. Mm. Although I can't really say that because I'm a Funko fan as well. Yeah. And I think on some level we all are, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, we all have Funkos. Selectively. Uh, there is going to be a wave two of the Avengers Endgame Funko Pops. <gasps> wow. Uh, yes. Yeah, I've seen. And some. they're full of spoilers, which is a good thing because uh, at least we know that Funko did take some steps to not release characters oh, smart, before smart. the movie came out. So we have, of course, a Rescue, uh, Pepper Potts' yeah. character, oh, Iron Man Armor. Pretty yeah. cool. We have Thor looking like the dude. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, Fat Thor with both Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. <laughs> and Professor Hulk holding Professor. the uh, Iron Man uh, gauntlet. gauntlet. Oh, oh, well, that'll nice. be a very super spoiler if it launches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the uh, Professor Hulk character is six inch. So he's yeah the big yeah. one. Yeah, he's Big. he's he's bigger than than uh, the normal. That's but but cool. he is to scale to the other Funko Pops. Oh, okay. Yeah. So should be. Yeah. About four inches, and then Hulk will be a little bit bigger uh, than that. But okay. Funkos has been always releasing their figurines after a launch. Like they just released Game of Thrones. That hasn't been always the case because Funko is one of those companies that has been very notorious to have had leaks of certain Funko Pops that reveal characters, like how Yon-Rog was announced. Mm. It wasn't... No one knew who he, he was... was yeah, who he's going to be. But then it came out and, oh, so he's Yon-Rog. He's not Marvel. Yeah. And we also saw Black uh, Widow's longer version of her hair. 
Mm-hmm. And the tip is a different color. The dip, the tip was uh, blonde. Yeah. Because yeah. in yeah. Uh, Infinity War, it was still blonde. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it grew out. Yeah. All right. So that's the news this week on the Wine Crew Podcast. Get in touch with us here on the show via our content links down below. And as mentioned up top, this week we don't have a movie to be reviewing for you, but we are going to still be talking about Avengers Endgame because it's still like the biggest thing out there. And I'm surprised because we went to watch it again last night, TB and I. Third time for me. Fourth time for me. And there were people in the cinema who... It was like three quarters full. Yeah, who had not watched Watched it, like genuinely. Because they were shocked at some of the scenes. They were like, who is this? Who is that? No, watch the previous movies! (laughs) 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 So yeah, uh, we are going to be continuing talking about Avengers Endgame. Moving forward, this is going to be all spoilers. We are going to be talking about plot. We're going to uh, to be talking about characters. So if you have not watched the movie, please skip ahead. The time links are down below. I just want to say, like like I mentioned in the news... It has crossed $1.8 billion at the box office and it is sort of on track to maybe maybe overtaking uh, Titanic. the, the yeah. number two spot maybe. Yeah. yeah. So the, the way this movie has just escalated in ticket sales is crazy because in less than two weeks, they have already caught up with the whole Infinity Wars ticket sales for the whole run. So in just less than two weeks, they have beaten Infinity War in all its entirety and then now they are going to catch up with yeah. the second biggest movie in the world, which is Titanic. Mm-hmm. It's two point one billion. Now, last week, Kai and I kind of had this uh, wager. Mm. Did we really wage anything on, on forecast? It? <laughs> More like yeah. So he said that uh, because last week I thought Titanic was two point five, but it's actually two point one something. So clearly, so, so Endgame in, clearly has it in its sights. Yeah, Definitely. it's going to it's going to catch up with Titanic. That's for sure. And it really can... It has that potential to catch up with... Uh, Avatar. Avatar, which is the biggest one, which is uh, 2.7 billion. So the only way that Endgame will fail in catching up with Avatar is that after this weekend or the next weekend, people completely stop going to watch Infinity uh, Endgame because they've all seen it like so many times. Only if. But I've got uh, colleagues from Singapore who have training with me in Brunei and they said until now, uh, until like a few days ago, they have not been able to see Endgame in Singapore because it's always fully booked. So the only way he could watch Endgame was when he was in KB to watch it here. Oh, wow. After work. Wow. Does, does the Brunei ticket sales go into the uh, record? Do they, do they take I, it to account? I think I, I think it does because the studio's office maybe in Singapore uh, yeah. or yeah. Malaysia or Malaysia and yeah. then uh, the Brunei ticket sales all feed into the yeah. region. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It but is, then yeah. tickets in Brunei are cheaper. Tickets in Brunei are cheaper. Yeah. Which is why I've so. been going a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> to, to make up for yeah. it. He did his part. Yeah. <laughs> so the I think Endgame is the only one that really has a shot at becoming the the number one movie in the yeah. world, and I th- I don't think in a uh, in the near future anything will catch up with Endgame again. Yeah, I, I I think so as well. Yeah. I did read some articles saying that Endgame is the pinnacle of the MCU and Marvel at this point, and for moving forward for them to try and top this, it's almost impossible. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hard. I don't think they'd be able to do it, but yeah. 
let's go back to the movie itself. TB and I watched it again last mm. night, and I have to say that this is my fourth viewing and TB's third, third. viewing. Yeah. We still got the feels. We still yeah. got the emotions that we got the first time we saw it. Maybe not as great I mean, as the first now time. Now I know where I could, you know, maybe doze off for a few minutes. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, like... The, where is it be? Where? Some parts were <laughs> a bit... I'm curious. Just like, before when they went back in time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the planning phase. Yeah, the planning phase. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I still got the chills when we see the whole complete... Yes. Like the Avengers, Avengers yeah. all coming out from the uh, doc- yeah. uh, the Doctor Strange portals. Yeah. My chair was shaking because I was like, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know how to explain it. Are you sure it's just you? No, I think it was no. me. <laughs> you <laughs> think it was um, you? I think it was me. I think one of the best parts to rewatch again is when once everyone assembles. And then Captain America summons Mjolnir. Yeah. And he goes, Avengers. Avengers. And then there's a pause. And then he goes, Assemble. And Assemble. I'm like, ah! Yeah. I'd watch just before they had the fight with Thanos. Like, the three of them. Cap, yeah. Iron Man, and Thor. Thor. Yeah. Okay. I'd watch from there. Yeah. The, so the movie's been out for more than a week now, internationally, and even longer here in Brunei. And going back to what I said before, there, w- there were some people, there were a lot of people who had not watched it last mm-hmm. night. And it was very apparent because one of the ladies uh, sitting on the row near me, when Hulk, well, Professor Hulk and Rocket went <laughs> to New Asgard to meet Thor, I think she was a Thor fan because... <laughs> When Thor was on screen, and as we know, spoilers if you haven't watched it, he is now plus size. He's he's put on some weight over the last five years after the, uh, the decimation and killing Thanos. And when we see big Thor, she goes, ew. <laughs> <laughs> or, or she could have gone like, oh, this reminds me of my husband. Uh, <laughs> because oh, I don't no. think she had a husband. Oh, I, I think no. she, was, she was young enough. Oh, because oh, the, ang- because oh, the no. angle was... At first, it was a close-up of Thor's yeah, face. Yeah, his face. Yeah. And, then and then the body. People were like, <laughs> oh my god, it's Thor. You. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was a quiet bit in the cinema. And, and we heard her. Ew. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, okay. body shamer. Wow. <laughs> Keep your standards low. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they made a re- they did a really good job in making him really unattractive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't think so. I, I, mean, I mean, like not in the in the physical unattractive, but like Different. his his presence is like, oh god, you're gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind no, of. I don't think it was gross enough. I was still attracted to him. He, <laughs> he was complacent. He was wearing sweater. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's the whole get drinking. up. I felt represented, so. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, that whole turn for the character of Thor was Chris Hemsworth's idea. Yeah. It's, it's, I thought so. I yeah, think I he, yeah, he was on an interview and he said that he had the idea for it. He brought it up with the writers and the Russos and they dished it out over a couple of weeks. And they said, actually, this makes a lot of sense what yeah. you're saying. And it, I think it was also him wanting to show off a bit of his comedy chops a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that was a very unexpected thing, especially on the first viewing. But I, I think... Big Thor has grown on me. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's, he's funny. Uh, it's funny. But uh, even amid all that, the fat suit and all that, he still acts. He still acts like when, you know, when he's, they, they figure out they've collected all the stones, right? Yeah. And then somehow they put it onto an Iron Man glove and then he's the first one who wants to snap. Yeah. They want yeah. to wear it. And you can see his acting from there as he became vulnerable and he said, let me do something good 
Yeah. At least. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't mind dying because uh, I've done so much bad before this. Yeah. Mm. So that was one of the most touching moments for me. Because you you really see where he's coming from. Like he's coming from a place where he has failed and he's yeah. still mulling about that failure and yes. it's really affected him. Yeah. And he just yeah. wants to, like you said, yes. do something right. And he holds Tony Stark and says, just let me do yeah. something right. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. Very vulnerable. Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> you, this is the second time this we're talking about it, and you're sad uh, again because again. his acting is so good. His so acting good. is so good. His act, the the acting in this movie really is like top notch. Top notch. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of acting, we've all given it praise over the last couple of weeks. This is the second episode we're talking about it, and you know it's it's a recurring thing. Like the acting in this movie is next level. Everyone brought their A game and more. What I have noticed is that. If you really sit down after watching Avengers Endgame and talk about the movie and talk about like all the little things that happen, especially the time travel stuff, there are some holes to be poked in there. Yeah. Yes, uh, not just that, but let's hear what your holes are first. Well, th- there's, there's a couple, but being such a big fan of the movie, I, I just refuse to... No, but then it's healthy to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it. This is what support group is for. Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting in a circle here. So this has become the Avengers Endgame support group. Yeah. Let, me, let me start with one. Like just like I mentioned about the Iron Man glove, where they could put the stones in it. Now, in Infinity War, Thanos, some being from space, light years from Earth maybe, with better technology, had to go to Nevertheleer and ask a giant dwarf to create a glove that could hold the stones. And mind you, this giant dwarf is the forger of the weapons of gods. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they bring the stones back to Earth in 2000 and what? Uh, 2023. 23. And Iron Man... Tony Stark and uh, Banner looked at the stones and they figured out how to put it onto this this Iron Man glove. I don't know, because Iron Man 2 showed how Tony could make a new element and maybe, you know, he had the skills to make elements or material the same or equivalent to the gauntlet. But then they would be saying that Ebony Maw, the scientist guy of Thanos, couldn't figure it out? Well... Yeah. yeah, I mean, Tony's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I know what it is. Because in that scene where Tony is like using robots to put the stones on the gloves, he's he's just doing his hand gestures. Right. Yeah. And Hulk is next to him. Hulk is like calculating everything on the iPad, ma. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so they got it. Yeah, so. <laughs> Plus, they had Rocket as well. Yeah. Actually, okay. yeah. Sure. Okay. They had Rocket. And, and if you think about it, they have analyzed the Mind Stone before for Ultron. So that it's might only have been, the mind stone that's though. True. Like they've only got one. Mm, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. But to think that they've come this far, like wouldn't they like have I mean research Again, you're saying that the whole of Asgard right. has couldn't figure it out like how to possess the power of the stone. Like the Tesseract, which was yeah. with them for a very long they time. They didn't have Tony Stark. And maybe <laughs> <laughs> but, but but coming back to Infinity War when Thanos fought with Tony Stark, he used the Infinity Gauntlet against Tony Stark. So wouldn't his suit calculate it or recalibrate <laughs> to the powers of the stones? I mean, yeah, and that's yeah, what that he, he would do. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of discredited Peter Dinklage's character. Uh, like, yeah, a like bit though. The, like, the whole like, scene of much. him 
mm. becomes nothing. I know what happened. They went back to Peter Dinklage. Because <laughs> <laughs> Thor's no, there. Thor, Thor's there. They five years uh, okay. happened. They have the ship now. They rescued Tony Stark's ship. And then they went back to Peter <laughs> Dinklage. We need another glove for this plan. Wait, is what what? But you saw Tony Stark make that uh, yeah. gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, but after emailing, <laughs> I see, I see. Okay, I <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So they need, that okay. that could happen. I don't know. I'm sold. They said they needed the power of the star to power up the gauntlet, right? Uh, no, no, that's only no, for Stormbreaker. Yeah, for Stormbreaker. Ah, so what would they use? The power of the star was to melt the elements yeah. needed to make Stormbreaker. That was the only reason they needed the the star. Yeah, at and uh, at uh, smelt, right? And in Infinity War, uh, Thanos actually pulled down the moon and slammed it onto Tony Stark, so he became smarter also. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His suit, like from fifth Afif's uh, logic just now, his suit would have calculated like, okay, <laughs> this, hey, this is the moon's power and so forth and so forth. <laughs> sure. All right. That was I'm... the Ant Man one you you talked to me last night. Uh, what was it? What was it? Which um, one was that? Because in Ant Man, the his movie, whenever he grows big, oh yeah, immediately yeah, after yeah. that, he gets when, when, tired. Yeah, when Ant Man yeah. becomes, we've seen this twice now in the MCU. Yeah. First in Civil War, when Ant Man becomes Giant Man. When he becomes Giant Man, he's like big for five minutes or so, and then he when he shrinks down, he needs to like rest and yeah. three yeah. days. I, I think he said that he slept for three yeah. days and yeah. he needs orange slices because <laughs> it takes so much out yeah. of him. We also see the same thing in Ant Man and the Wasp in the San Francisco Bay. Where he goes in and he's huge, and then he just goes to sleep. It's like I just need to lie down for a while, yep. yeah. and he nearly dies. Yep. In Endgame, he's big, and then he's small, and he's like doing all these things, but they've sort of forgotten, forgotten their them, own yeah. rules yeah. for Ant Man here. Adrenaline yeah. rush, probably because he <laughs> yeah. can't afford. I'm to sleep. thinking that too. He didn't <laughs> live five years. He just lived for five hours, and yeah. so he can't yeah. he can't learn anything. But. Being in the quantum realm, he may have absorbed a lot Some of, of the energy. energy. The, yeah, yeah, which turned into knowledge. So that yeah, yes, that's why when he came out, he was a genius. <laughs> yeah, he okay. was actually smarter. Yeah. Than he, he was he was smarter. Was. He's the Mark. reason why they could go back in time. Yes. Well, he he gave them the idea for it. So when uh, at the end we have, I think they need a movie of how Captain America carried that suitcase of stones and go back one by one to put the, the stones yeah, back because I, I would that. like to see how he went to Asgard, dropped the hammer somewhere and uh, inject the stone's power into uh, Jane Foster, Jane Foster <laughs> again. again. <laughs> and of course, I would like to see the reunion between him and Red Skull. Yeah, and Volmir. And Volmir, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, you know. <laughs> that could be like sure. a good drama, like series, not a movie though. Sure. Anything yeah. we could have, yeah. um, Michael Pena, yeah. you know, narrate it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, that, that's, that's something I actually want to see. Like, how did he put back the soul stone? Because we don't know how to return it because yeah. it, it takes so much to get it. Yeah. Because if you, by logic, by the soul stone's logic, a soul for a soul. You yeah. return the soul stone, you get gain back a soul, ah. Yeah. So you get back Black Widow. So it's like a yeah. pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> you put like, the soul here first. Yeah. When you return back later, uh, you take back again. Can, can I get a refund on this? <laughs> they, uh, not working, not working. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing, the thing that I want to ask is that going back to that whole Red Skull thing, it is assumed that when the soul stone is released after giving a soul for the soul stone that Red Skull is released from his bond. Like, he doesn't need to be there because the, the, there's nothing to guard anymore. There's nothing to guide. That's true, that's true. So who is he giving it to? 
just drop it over the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. So yeah. what if when someone returns the soul stone and it's like, let's go, oh no, I'm back here again. <laughs> 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 Captain, you are you already, you already yeah. killed me once, yeah. and I was I moved on to a new th- gig, and here you are giving me back this. It's you again. <laughs> All right, I don't know where, how much more we can talk about Endgame, but let's concentrate a little bit more about the future of Marvel and the MCU. Yeah. Phase four is coming, that's for sure. Spider-Man: Far From Home will be the end of Phase three. It has been announced by Kevin Feige himself. Which leads us to sort of look at the future. And we're looking at movies like Doctor Strange 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the Black Widow solo movie. And it was recently announced that it's going to be the first ever Asian superhero, Shang-Chi. He's going to have his own movie. Are we excited? And, you know, is there anything that you want to say with regards to where the MCU is heading? It may not be called Phase 4. They may not do the Phase 1 to uh, continue the phases again. But it will definitely be a new era of the MCU where... It will focus also focus more on the uh, the galactic kind of uh, mm, adventures, and then with with the few that is on Earth, because maybe Doctor Strange will also go into the uh, astral plane again. Yeah, and then uh, there's only Black Panther and uh, Shang Chi that is announced. I don't know where this Black Widow movie is set. I don't even know if it is going to be part of the uh, next phase, quote, Par- quote yeah, unquote. It's a prequel, apparently. Yeah. yeah, it should be. I hope it is. I don't want to see her alive again. I want to see Budapest. Yeah, me too. I want to see that mission. What, yeah. ha- what happened there? Yeah, they've been teasing it since like the first Avengers movie. Yeah, like show us, show us Budapest. They mentioned it again here yeah. In, yeah. in Endgame. Uh, I watched an interview with Scarlett Johansson and then people were asking, so what's going to happen in... Uh, are you excited for the next uh, Black Widow movie? And she just didn't respond. So we, we don't even know if it's her. That's true. So, uh, until I see pictures of them making the movie, it still feels like a misdirect for me for this uh, endgame because nobody knew that she would she would die. So, it makes sense for this movie to be a prequel. Or, I'm tempted to go with they could use Scarlett Johansson for a few parts of the movie and then hand it over to someone younger to show a... The uh, young because I don't want to see another movie where they just de age an actor. Give it to somebody else who. Sophie Turner. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. All right. There's something I want to talk to you about because it is kind of implied and teased a little bit in Endgame on the future generations of the Avengers, which is yeah. the Young Avengers. Yeah. We saw Cassie Lang, who in the comic books apparently becomes a, a character. I can't remember Stinger. her name. Sorry? Stinger. Stinger. She becomes Stinger. Ooh. We see that little kid from Iron Man 3. He apparently Harley. is set to become uh, Iron Lad. Yeah, Harley. And then also, I, I really do have a feeling that they're setting up the daughter of Tony Stark and Pepper Potts. Oh. To I, I'm be, guessing, yeah. To be maybe like a future superhero because she has the smarts. But they'll take ages. They'll take ages. It'll well, take ages, but you know, this is going to be forever. Like, you know, there is going to be a phase eight, so yeah. might, might as well. <laughs> yeah. It makes me want to f- see Spider-Man, like, mentoring. Become the mentor. The, yeah, the new instead. Avengers. Yeah. Like Mr. old Park, Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Peter Parker becomes, like, head of Avengers. Yeah, eventually. exactly. But if, if uh, we go into the, uh, the Peter Parker in the Spider-Verse, he's a, a broken man. <laughs> he can't mentor but that's an anyone. alternate universe. He's washed up. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess we don't really have any idea what's going to be happening for, uh, moving forward for the MCU. As mentioned before, like this is the pinnacle. Endgame is the pinnacle of Marvel and MCU. 
and we hope to have many, many more years of many good things to come, which leads us to our next bit of the show, which is our last segment called... Oi. Yep, that's right. It's called Apaliat, and it's what else we have been watching this week besides Endgame, which I have watched four times. TB3. Let's start off this week with Naz. Uh, what have you been watching, Apaliat? I finished part two of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I didn't want to watch it before Endgame because I wanted to be like you know be in the zone. Yeah. So after watching Endgame like twice, I was like, okay, I'm ready to move on to another franchise. I'm midway uh, yeah. part two. It's really good. It's it's actually really good. Like yeah. it's creepy yeah, and weird, <laughs> but not you scary. Like the title itself doesn't attract. The title. Yeah. But the writing in the story is it's, actually really good. Really good. So yeah. I I don't know how accurate this is to the her comic? her journey in the Archie comic line, but. I don't know. It's it's, it's like this it's fun. Take, yeah, it's it's a take on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I I guess is has been modernized, obviously. Yeah. And she does go through some real stuff there. Like she she wants to know who her parents are. She goes through relationship issues, and we see all that. And yeah, you're right. It's actually really good. I I was very surprised at how much I like yeah, this this same. series. We'll see after. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably try and watch it after finishing whatever I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, I also started watching the Marvel movies from Iron Man one. Oh, so you so, yeah you mentioned you're yeah. gonna rewatch it. Rewatch everything and then f- watch uh, Endgame, Endgame again. again. So where are you up to now? Captain America two. I finished that one. Uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Okay, all right. Afif. Oh, uh, I've been watching Black Summer on Netflix. Ah, there's the zombie thing. Yeah, it's a zombie thing. You know, um, I like zombie movies. I like when the world is chaotic and people turn to their That says a lot about you. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it's all about survival. And you're given these group of people from different backgrounds. Some of them are convicts and they don't even know each other and they're trying to help each other out. And there's this part of this episode where a couple of school kids, boys... Yeah. Should I say it? Yeah, just say it. Yeah, so they're luring, like, survivors into the school and killing them off for fun. For fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... It's a very dystopian, twisted Yeah, it's so twisted. And they're just kids, like, teenage kids. kids. There was no... The the youngest was, like, I think maybe six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, And and they use him as bait. And he was okay with it. Well, he doesn't know any better. Yeah, it's just pretty... That's actually not bad. I, I should get back into it. I watched maybe... Five episodes. I think I, I mean, towards the to end, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tibby, uh, not as gory or or, or manly as that one. <laughs> no, I, <don't> <laughs> I watched this Korean series called My First First Love. Oh, oh on no. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it is. It is. It's I on saw. Netflix. My first. First love. Oh. So, do you want do you want me to do a synopsis? Yeah, yeah please, please. Please do a synopsis. So you know like there's this guy who lost a mother and then when he was young he met a friend who's a girl who lost a father. So they grew up together being best friends. And then during the series they found love with different people. But I'm guessing like they'll eventually find love. Yeah, because they're my first love, right? So that's the synopsis. Right. That's probably the whole story. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, I'm watching that right now. He's beaming. You're like a real softy. Yeah. I, I am. I'm a very sensitive person. <laughs> I believe you for getting emotional by just talking about Endgame. Yeah, yes. yeah. ladies, yeah. take note. Like Tibby, he's, he's a sensitive he's, man. Sensitive man. Uh, moving up along the line, uh, Dell. I just saw Suspiria and. Uh, 
it's a it's, it's the, the weirdest it's the thing remake, I've seen, right? So yeah, yeah, it's the remake by the same director, but it's the weirdest thing. I've never seen the original. I mean, so what I don't is know how it? it compares? It's how, it's like a covenant where they are trying to transfer their soul into a younger body. Oh, so. Uh, the whole thing is very long. It's like two and a half hours long, and uh, it's it's just very uh, weird. Is it like very weird suspense? It's, there's no suspense. No, uh, it's not like... that horrific as no. well. But oh. it's just weird. Once watching witches, on zombies, yeah. you know, like putting Sorry. minds into bodies, yeah, souls. Yeah. Into... I'm, I should uh, maybe get into this train sure. as well. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, you should. But don't yeah. watch this one. I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. No. Unless I don't know if you're a fan of the first one, then maybe you know something that I don't. Okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, I kind of recommend this. All right. That's it. <laughs> Lastly, Mickey, apa lelet? Missing link. What is the missing it's, link? It's uh, the production that produced uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, so it's uh, Hugh Jackman voice. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's stop motion. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so I, I do recommend this one. I'm not sure whether it's still showing in cinema because I watched it in the cinema. No, it's not. Yeah, okay. So you have to find it somewhere else. But it's really good. It's really funny. Um, so uh, Hugh Jackman voice as the... He's like this adventurer who goes around um, trying to prove certain bees exist. Yeah. Like the Sasquatch, yeah. the Yeti, Loch Ness Monsters. And he wants to join this um, elite group of people who hunt down bees. Yeah, so then someone sent him a letter saying that uh, there's a Sasquatch in this place. Okay. Yeah, so he he was going to venture to catch a Sasquatch to prove that he's worthy of to join this group. Of course, like the movie's about the adventure of him bringing and then the Sasquatch actually has his own agenda and all that. So it's really <laughs> funny. Who who voices the Sasquatch? Uh, Zach, Zach Galifianakis. Ga- uh, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. I, I really recommend this one. It's really funny. It's... Is um I find it better than Kubo and the, than the two strings. But Kubo and the two strings was amazing. Yeah. No. Uh, this one is better than Kubo. Really? Yes. Okay. Wow. I, I will try and check it out yes. as soon as I can. I've never watched Kubo. Yeah. Oh, you should. What? Yeah, you should. Because stop really motion. Should. It's good. Like it's motion. good. Okay. Did you watch Isle of Dogs? I, I'm not a big fan of stop oh, motion. It's, what about it's so good. Coraline? <laughs> Oh, I hate Coraline. <laughs> Sorry, because I, I just don't like button-eyed people. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. The best ones from uh, this uh, this Leica studio mm-hmm. and uh, stop motion, best one for me is Box Trolls, which is oh. uh, voiced by Al Fanning. And uh, I think that's the best of all. Nice. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Box Trolls. Finally, me. I have not watched anything besides what Naz has already mentioned, Sabrina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I said, I was very yeah. surprised that I liked it. And I think it's it's sort of on par with Riverdale. Yeah, uh, but I think I, it's I, better. It's better. I just hope that they don't go the same route that Riverdale did because it's 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 not as great now. They're yeah. in like season four or five. I can't remember. Yeah. There is only two seasons of Sabrina, so do check it out. It is on Netflix. Next week, what are we talking about next week, guys? There's um, two movies coming out. Pikachu. Yes. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. And Brightburn, which is set to yeah. show on the 9th of May. I can talk about Pikachu, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Come Pikachu. Come with us. Watch Brightburn. Okay, maybe we'll do two episodes next week. We'll yeah. see. All right, I'd like to thank my panelists this week. Nazu, Afif, Tibi, Del, and Nikkei. From me, Kev, this is the Wine Crew. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.